Welcome to Beholder's Eye, Season 2. Evil is consuming the multiverse. Only the Chaos Quartet. Zalara of Sin Ilnor. Blessed of Shamhara. World protecting. Elven Druid Monk. Garen Kelso. Dimension hopping Vagabond. High Elf Bladesinger. APU Warforged Fighter. Siobhan. The Half Mud Huntress. And the Crucian Crew. Usk. Lizard Man Druid. Rosie Hanna Iron Cold Lee Green Roblex Bluebeard. AKA Rosie. Gnome Artificer Bard. Lynn. The Ever Changing Performer. Drathan. Inspiring Leader. Scourge Azamar. Paladin of the Ancients. Can save reality from utter destruction. All right, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? So I can get this one. Uh, we saved Anne. Well, say we, she, we saved her from her machine, stabilized her, got back to the infinite dot. Uh, DIX looked after her whilst we went back to the ship where the Lorenzo was effectively trying to take over. Uh, we also caught up with the other navigator who gave us a bit of an inflated price for how much the drugs would cost for Anne and getting the ship stocked up and ready to go. So we effectively acted on Anne's behest to get everything ready for her. She eventually woke up and did the finalization of getting everyone, everything ready to set off towards the spawn of uh, the dead god, which is near the spawning stone that we want to go to. And we said we'd join her on a, her ship. And then we cut over to the other crew, where Lynn returned and started telling us about the secret passage that he didn't find, but says he found. And we all believed him, apart from Rosie, who caught him out a little bit of his double speak. Okay, yep, that's that's pretty much it. Um, so that's where we will pick up. Um, Rosie just accused Lynn of their logic not being sound. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. What? Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm lying about everything. That. I'll, I'll, oh. Everything is your yeah. name not Lynn? Lynn? No, no, that that part is true. <laughs> Um, but I, I wanted you guys to think I was cool and that, you know, like, like super, super sneaky and everything. But obviously, you know, us here, he saw me and I've, I've been lying the whole time. Okay. I heard about you guys, um, at the, the tavern because, you know, you guys had hit over a caravan. I've been following, like I have, I haven't been following, following, but I just caught up with you guys the other day and, um, you know, I had, I've been checking in trying to see where you guys were going so I could track you down because I thought you were really cool. And then I've gone and I've gone to go, <sighs> okay, I... I wasn't going to know where the, the passageway was, obviously. I wouldn't know where the passageway was, but I got good ears. You know, I can sneak around, got good ears. So I went and I found where Anton was, you know, because they're there. You know, I know where all of them are. And I heard Anton talking about that, you know, you guys had killed their god and that he was showing you the passageway and that where the passageway was and that it was a bricked up doorway on the north. And I just... I, you know, I was trying to be like, you know, show that you have, I have a lot of skills and stuff that like, you know, I can, I, I can, I can track and I can fight and I can be, I can be sneaky, but I, I, I'm, I've got good ears. Like, um, so okay. yeah, lying well, that the makes, whole time. Well, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I am good at dancing though. That was truth also. <laughs> Prove it. And I will start playing. That. <laughs> Um, they're going to <laughs> attempt to dance. Um, would that be a performance? Yeah, let's do a performance. Uh, Rosie, okay. perhaps you should uh, not 30. play while we're trying to sneak around. Too late. So <laughs> she's playing, and Lynn starts dancing, and it's 
beautiful. You guys are like, wow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, I just wanted to make a good impression, and obviously I've done a really bad job of that. Um, well, you know, I've been very clear about not liking you too much, but that was... Um, I mean that was that was poetry in motion. <laughs> Thanks. I've got a I've got a lot of practice. Um, but I I I can't guarantee that the the bricked up passageway is the way in. Anton said so. Um, I just thought it would be cooler if you know I gave you guys a story that I had snuck past all these guards and gotten in there and you know that's why I was saying we should be prepared because I don't know how many guards are gonna be there. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm good in a pinch and you know I. I, I just wanted to, you know, a big, a cool group of people came came through town, and not not many things happen interesting out here. Like the, you know, and and you guys seemed pretty cool, you know. Like I, I hang around, you know, and and, and Marion Pippin said you were really cool because I I was there and you know I was watching them for a little bit. And I was like, well, I'll go find these people, you know. They're heading towards the city, you know. So mm. the rest I oh. all just kind of inferred. Right. If you wanted to get in our good graces after you found out about the passage, you could have looked for the passage and then not lied about it. Um, yeah, I don't like, um, confrontation. So if I was by myself and I had to say, uh, you know, kill a guard or something, um, I'd really not want to do that. Um, and you guys were just going to go there with Anton anyway. So I was thinking we could just do that thing. And I, I do what Anton was going to do and show you where it is. Because, you know, you guys are cool and you're all... You, you'll be able to make sure everything's okay when we get there. I didn't want to overstep myself. Very well. I when believe... did you talk to Mary and Pippin? Like, we gave them to Jewel. Yeah, I'm, I'm friends with Jewel. <laughs> Forgot who Mary and Pippin were. They're the kids that we saved? Yes. Yeah. yeah. The half <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm friends with Jewel. That's that's why I know that you're shady people. You know, you guys obviously you must be shady if you're if you're working with Jewel. Um, I don't know what she does, but you know she. I know that you guys showed up in town and you gave Mary and Pippin to her, and then I was you know I was taking care of them for a little while while she was getting everything ready so that she can uh, like she spirits people away. Have have you seen that? Like she she'll get people and she'll send them other places. Um, and you know and she'll do it without the Empire knowing, and it's just. It's, you know, and they were talking, they were cool. They were like, there's this lady who turns into a bear and she's awesome. And there was this scorpion that's really scary. And, um, like they, they're, they're, they do magic just like us. And like, I do magic just like them. So like, that's why Jewel looks out for me. You know, like I, I got a spell here or there, you know, I can turn myself invisible, but you know, like you you gotta be, gotta keep that secret. A hint for later interactions. The more you talk the more we think you're lying. Although I think it's just you are socially inept. <laughs> Got it. Keep your mouth shut. Don't say too much and and everything will be okay. Got it. You know, my, my parents always said the same thing. I got too big of a mouth. I just uh, blather on and, you know, I just don't know when to stop. And it's... Uh, like I get now it. would be a proper time to stop. <laughs> let, let, less is more. And they're going to zip up, like do a zip in motion in front of their mouth and then... Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure you have parents. Like, that's how much of a, a liar you seem to be. Like, you, you had that beautiful dancing, and I was like, oh, now I like them. But now I'm like, well, you hadn't shut up for I don't know how long. And your stories don't they don't quite gel with reality, what they kind of do. So I don't know. Maybe you were spawned from an egg. 
I'm just out there in the ether. Can I, can I ask one thing? How long will it take? <laughs> one sentence? Go ahead. Um, what part of my story didn't line up? Well, you went, uh, you're talking about Jewel, and you're like, you know, she spirits people away, but I don't know what she does. You know, she's shady, but I don't know how. You must be shady too, but that's cool. So, uh-huh. clearly you know what she does. Yeah, of course I know that what Jewel does. That's why I know mm-hmm. that she's shady. Like, she looks out for me. I've got magic in the Empire. Yeah. Mm, right. Like, people like you usually kill people like me. What? No. We usually not, take care of people I'm not talking about like you. you. I'm talking about the church. Oh. Well, not all of us. Yeah, and that's why I was looking for you guys. There's a bunch of people all of a sudden doing magic, and I want to be a part of that. I think... That he makes more sense. And I also think we have to move as, despite the fantastic jig, there was noise emanating from this area, and there could be green cloaks along the way. Okay. Right. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. All right. So how are you? What are you guys doing? How are you, how are you doing it? I presume we're going to another location, maybe a few blocks away, or are we going straight there? We could try and find someone near there. I think it's best, Lynn, if you scout ahead, make sure there are no enemies at the crossroads so we can make a clear way to North Wall. Okay, um, and do you guys want me to, to, to be invisible for it? I can do that again. Um, we need to have a way of seeing where to go. Um, what if I just tell you where to go or if the, the way is clear like this, you know, and then speak into your into your head? Um, you know, I just have to be able to see you to be able to do this. Will that not make you visible? That has my been been my experience with that spell. That's right. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, maybe I could leave you guys a note or or just scout ahead and then come back. I guess you could just talk. I could talk. You are correct. I'm, good, I, I'm not good at it. You just guys just said I'm not good at it, but I can talk. You're good at talking. You just do it too much. <laughs> Got it. I think that okay. is the plan then. Okay. Yeah. I'll go scout ahead and attempt to go scout ahead. Okay. Go ahead and you make your way through the the city. And were you guys? I mean, are you trying to go for? You're just trying to find a building now, or are you trying to find the actual? Are you trying to go to the to, doorway? Yeah, I'm trying to scout out the way to the doorway and make sure that it's all clear so that I can go back and grab the rest of them and we'll actually know where the doorway is. Um, okay. Well, yeah. I was thinking like we would move along. You would just go faster. So yeah, we could... like I would go up and then keep checking back with you guys and pulling you forward as everything's clear, right? Scout ahead yeah. and report back. Yeah. Okay. To get a, right, to great. where Anton said it would be. Yes. Right. Okay. So... um you make your way through the city and you, as you do so, you don't really see any of the guards that you were expecting to at all. Um, go ahead and give me a perception check for whenever you get up close to the door. Uh, nat 20 for 26. Nice. Okay. So, um, one thing you'll notice as you look at the door itself, it's not, it is bricked up, um, as I mentioned before, but you've got basically three rows of bricks that have some kind of writing on them. Um, each one has, there are three rows of those, those big bricks that are, are covering it up. Each is, let's see, it's five across, five, six, six bricks across, and each brick has a number on it. Um, you do notice that there are, um, it looks like swirls 
all around, okay. like, kind of framing the door. Um, so I'm going to attempt to try and read it. Um, so I actually have an ability because I took linguist, um, okay. to, uh, I can create and decipher ciphers, um, with a intelligence score plus proficiency bonus to see if I can decipher it. You set the DC, but if, if that, if that's something that might apply to this, um, if not, okay. uh, um, yeah, I don't think that's going... To, yeah, I mean, that's not going to uh, apply to this here. Okay, you it's just know, a bunch of symbols just, and stuff? You know it's going to be some kind of code. Okay. Um, But you, it doesn't... It's not like a... Yeah, I mean, you're not going to be able to figure it out just from... It's not like a, like a coded message. Got it. Okay. If that makes sense. Um, Cool. I will report back and, yeah, talk to them. Um, So it, it looks like the, the door is... uh, It's got a coded message on it. Well, not a coded message, but it's got some sort of code on it to get through there, maybe? Um, Do do mm-hmm. any of you do, like, like more magic-y things to do with, like, incantations or... You know, would you be able to enchant like a door or decipher it? Um, is it like a language or is it like a? It's it, numbers. It, it's like numbers. Hmm. Like math? I hate math. Yeah, I do. I do too. I, I'm I'm more one for language arts. Um. Um. But yeah, I suppose like we could the, take a look at it. Uh huh. But the door's there, and there's there's not as many guards as we would have thought. There's basically nobody. Oh. That does not sound right. That's kind of concerning, actually. Yeah, actually, yeah, it is. I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah, it is. They should be, like, all over the place, especially with Vatir dead, right? Maybe Vatir was spotting them. Hmm. Mm. That would be a good ruse to get people to worship you. Hmm. You didn't like him because he was evil, so maybe. Maybe. Hmm. So, you guys want to go check out the door? I guess we can just walk up there if there's no one around. Uh Uh-huh. Like, nobody that I can see. All right, so you guys get up there. Um, as I mentioned, there are the three um, bricks, three levels of brick there, bricking up the wall, or uh, the doorway. And so, just so you know, like I said, and you've got the swirls all around there. Um, you're probably going to want to write this down. So, the top has the numbers. The first brick has the number one. Second brick has the number three. Then 11, 5, 21, and 81. And then the middle row below that is 1, 7, 8, 2, 74, 55. And the bottom is 42, 13, 21, 34, 6, and 99. So the the swirls, are they the groove? No, it, it looks like some kind of design. Like Okay. Painted on part of the bricks or part of the doorway? Um, no, they're actually like uh, chiseled into the stone around it. It's okay. like the frame of the doorway has those spaced out. Huh. How many? How many of those spirals, swirls, whatever? If that's important, uh, there's ten. Ten. Mm-hmm. All the first ones are odd number, like they. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First row are all odd numbers. The second row. Mix. Oh man, I'm bad at puzzles. <laughs> Can we just kill our way in? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, um, I could just destroy the door. I could mm-hmm. F element to them destroy it or go through it. I would like to touch the first one on the very... Well, I probably can't reach that. I would like to touch the 99 on the bottom corner. <laughs> the 99? Yeah. Uh, you touch the 99, nothing happens. I touch the first swirl. You touch the first swirl, nothing happens. I touch it while pressing the first brick on the top. The number one? Yeah, the number one. You do that and it lights up. The swirl lights up. Then I'll touch number three and touch the third swirl. 
Nothing happens. Does the first one stay lit up, or is it... Yep. Okay. Then I'll touch number three, and I'll touch one, two, and three swirls. Nothing happens. Uh, I'll touch the second swirl and touch the number two. Nothing happens. Okay. Man, we're not just counting up? <laughs> are there... How many swirls are there around this door? Ten. And there's six bricks per row. Let 18 altogether. 42. That's the meaning of life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, maybe, I mean... Maybe that will get us through the door? I hold 42 and the last swirl on the other side. Unfortunately, nothing happens. Hmm. Huh. Um... So, the first swirl light lit up when Ben touched the 99 and the 100, right? No. When Ben the touched one. The, the 1, the number 1, and the first swirl. I'll touch the second one and the the second one in the second line and the second mm-hmm. swirl. It lights up. I touch the forty-two and the third swirl. Nothing happens. Damn it! I touch the number two and the third swirl. It lights up. Uh, the next <laughs> swirl, the number three, lights up. Okay, and then the swirl after that, number five. What? Yep. And then the one after that, eight. Uh-huh. Six. Yes. Oh. Nope. We're Fibonacciing. Oh. Eight. Just, so eight plus five is thirteen. Yeah. Yep. And the next swirl. Yeah. And then thirteen plus eight is math. Twenty-one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Twenty-one in the next swirl. Okay. Yep. It works. And then twenty-one plus thirteen. Uh, thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Thirty-four. And the next swirl. Yeah. Um, and then thirty-four plus twenty-one. Fifty-five. Yeah. The bricks push back and slide apart and you found your way we legit f- figured that out guys <laughs> i'm so proud Fibonacci of came in perfect uh, and you know I what's f- funny is my brain went um this has to be a fibonacci sequence because it's always a fibonacci sequence without sam actually knowing what a fibonacci sequence <laughs> is except that it makes good spirals um. <laughs> when it all started clicking for you guys and you started going one after the other, I was just completely fucking lost. <laughs> well, I was solving a different puzzle, so... <laughs> the way the Fibonacci sequence works is you take the first two, you add them together, you get the third, and then you take that one and the one before it and add them together and you get the fourth. Yeah, a- and as so soon on as and we, so forth. Yeah, as soon as uh, three worked, I knew that that was the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going in order of lowest numbers. <laughs> well, you got you got everybody on the right track. Nice. Oh, that was a good puzzle. It's a lot better than brute forcing your way through a puzzle. I'm, I'm glad they were. I mean, over 100 episodes and we got our first puzzle. <laughs> and nobody will believe it because they think we just edited, you know, out you telling us how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, so the door opens. Right. The door opens. You find yourself in a, a it's a uh, very musty, moldy smelling tunnel made of complete stone um, all around you. But it's clear that nobody has walked this way in a long time. So I'm assuming you enter or what are you guys doing? Yeah. Shall yeah. I go first or should you scout ahead? Well, wh- whatever makes you more, whatever makes you more comfortable. I don't mind you going first. Very well. <laughs> would, would you like me to stealth ahead? If you want to, Usk. I will stealth ahead. 23 stealth. Oh, God. Okay. He's so good at this. <laughs> All right. So um, you stealth ahead and you 
find it, it dips down a little bit and you realize you're on a lower slant just kind of very subtly um and then it starts to come back up and you find yourself uh, at the end of a or at the end you find yourself basically at it, once again it feels like a doorway um there's a small slit that you can see through and what you're looking out on is a room um you do see a, a room filled with a lot of magical arcane equipment and you do see somebody in a green cloak give me a quick perception roll <laughs> that's a 10 i wrote a two <laughs> Um, <laughs> it looks like they may be wearing some like metal boots or something. <laughs> I will go back and tell everyone what I saw. Arcane? It, it goes down, it comes back up, there's a hole we can see through, and this person wearing steel boots. Is it a okay. person, person, or... They had a green cloak on, so I couldn't quite tell. Hmm. But arcane so machinery. Ooh. That as well. No, there's stuff around it. Look magic-y. So, so what's the plan, guys? Do we go in there and just, like, kill everybody? That's what you've done before. <laughs> I mean, Stick to the green strengths. guys are bad, right? Probably. They probably won't so, take kindly to us just showing up. Do we need to figure out what they're doing? And stop it, I believe, assuming it's bad. So we need to figure out if they're doing bad thing. Yes. Okay, because the, the people that they didn't like, okay, them stealing the people, that's bad, right? But them being against Vatir, that's not necessarily bad because, like, you know, you guys killed him, so obviously. Right. Um, well, I think we just go take a look. And, so, um, did you say in. that he saw the, the guard through the slot or in front of the slot? Like, through the slot. It wasn't directly in front of it. It's not like there's a, a guard posted there. Okay. <clears throat> And did the tunnel look well used, Alex, or...? No, this is clearly not been used for a long time. Alright, so I guess we'll sneak up. Alright, you sneak up. <coughs> look through the uh, slide. 20. Do we need to roll? Um, yeah. Disadvantage. Do we have the thing the from Drathen for the... <laughs> Everybody has the aid in the... Yeah. Okay, so oh. then that's 14. Everybody has aid, aid, aid. Not one for a seven, <laughs> but I, I haven't done anything, so I'm still invisible, right? Actually, yeah, I guess you would be. Okay, so, so that would be advantage. an advantage then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 17. <sighs> that's good. Well, okay. my dice are failing me tonight. All right, you guys make it up. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, with that advantage there, luckily, I, my uh, the uh, Emerald Mage here has uh, incredibly terrible passive perception, so everybody made it. Wow. <laughs> Even Garen? Or Drayson? <laughs> with his, uh, was oh. it 10? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Awesome. So, okay. look through this people slot thing. Okay. So, you look through there and give me a perception roll that to you 20 um so you do see the green cloak person there they seem to be working with some kind of uh equipment trying to figure that out and you notice that its legs are metal as in and then you see the hands and you realize the hands are metal as well hmm. i relay that to the group i believe it is the an metal. automaton it's the metal monks did it look metal. like that or did it look like oh okay metal monks. i was picturing We're not something be looking at those <laughs> well there's nothing else to do but possibly deceive it should we knock 
Does this slot look like it's like this? It should be there, or is it like a like one of the, like you pull the pull to the side so someone can't see on so the other it, side? Or do you know? No, I mean it's always tell? open, um, okay. but it's clear that you know they're not noticing it. So there might be you're not sure, but it it must fit into some kind of facade. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, are we looking to distract him or? We need a way in, and if he is in front of the door. A distraction hmm. could be useful if you can think of a way. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, there's... I, I could I could try one of my tricks, you know, that I picked up. I have a little toy I, I could send in there. I, I could heat up the metal from here. You probably wouldn't like that. That would, Wait, that which would metal? be pretty cool, huh? I am fine with the metal of him? Want. I, I can make metal heat up a little bit. Oh, but by little I mean make it glow red hot. <laughs> Reading the actual spell, it's not a little bit. It's quite comfortable. Well, so are we just looking looking to get him to or, walk or, away, sorry. or if at all possible? Um. Oh, okay. And then we're gonna sneak out, or yes. Okay. Um. I am going to let's see if this works. <laughs> I am going to try and use the spell, uh, suggestion. No, he has to hear me. He'd know I'm there. Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, light him up, I guess? <laughs> Wait. Yeah. We don't know if we can even open this doorway. We didn't easily. know that about the last door. But there was not an enemy on the other side that we could see. <laughs> Okay, so are we just gonna stand here, or? <laughs> Rosie, you said you had a toy that could distract it. Yeah. Maybe. And I, I pull out this little clockwork. Uh, it's actually a little bird. I could just set this running. It, it, it can just hop along or whatever. Sure. That would be okay. distracting. And <laughs> <laughs> and I will wind up my little clockwork toy, and I will put it. Is there a space under the door, or does it have to go through the slot? It's gonna have to go through the slot. Okay, it's just a little like four inch thing. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I don't think that'll be a problem. Okay. So I put it through, and I try to put it down on the floor, or like get it down as far as we can, you know, mm-hmm. without okay breaking yeah. it. Yeah, it hits. It hits the ground. Fine. So does it like whistle or how does um, it move? It it it's like those little hoppy uh one of those little hoppy uh uh plastic toys that you see that have like the the prongs and then they like just take little steps over each other mm-hmm. and it just keeps walking until it hits something <laughs> with its little yeah. like mechanical sound yeah 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 okay so um the uh, emerald mage there just keeps working for a second and then stops and looks down at it. Picks it up, holds it in its metal palm very and curiously. As he's picking it up, um, <laughs> Lynn is going to lean over to us and go, You know what would be really distracting is if you heated that up in his hands. <laughs> it, 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 I imagine that would break the toy, though, in not in a very subtle way. Or... I don't think Rosie will mind. <laughs> She's right there. You could ask her. <laughs> Hi, Rosie. It's It's fine. I can make another one. It seems like a waste of a second level spell. So. Oh, sure. yeah. I thought it was a cantrip. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if I heat up his metal, he would be taking 2d8 fire damage That's as a bonus oh, action. Better. <laughs> <laughs> like, as a, like, made of the metal as well. <laughs> So yes, that would break the toy. 2d8 fire damage would definitely break the toy. 
right. So as as he's possibly distracted, I'm gonna try to try jiggle the handle. Open the door. Or, is there a handle or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's a handle on it. So um, as he's holding the little bird in his metallic hand, you open the door. It creaks very loudly. Um, obviously, hasn't been used in a long time. And you push against it, and it does open up. And the monk stands there. And you look into its metallic face, as and it sees you're us, assuming it's just where I'm sorry? Uh, yeah, and as it sees us surprised, I'm going to cast Polymorph and turn it into a duck. <laughs> the, um, the metal monk? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so it gets uh, to make so, a wisdom saving throw uh, against my DC, so 16. Let's see. Yeah, oh, not a duck. Done. Maybe a frog. Frog is better. Frog is smaller. Yeah. Got a twenty-one. Oh <laughs> crap! I rolled a, in, incredibly well. <laughs> oh, it was worth a shot. Yeah. Uh, Hi. Ass- I made that toy you're holding. <laughs> uh, excuse. Where? You should not be here. I- we are running an inspection, finding the security loopholes in this castle. Your back door was wide open. I'm unaware of any back door. And what is wow. this inspection? Give me a deception roll. Can I help? Or am I deception as well? Uh, no, you can help. That's fine. So whatever the help action gives you, I okay. uh, advantage. don't even know. It gives you advantage. Yeah. 15, 15. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Give me one second. Oh, dang. My deception's better. I should have gone. <laughs> you are not here to inspect you are not a member of the order and i'm gonna walk out and walk straight up to him and cast charm person and just make another wisdom saving throw against my dc um what is your dc 16 and so once again uh the charm uh, if it fails the saving throw, which it did, it is charmed by you until the spell ends or your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed uh, creature regards you as a friendly acquaintance um, for the next hour, basically. Oh, what, we're, we're... I'm sorry. I did not recognize you. It's it's okay, my friend. Um, you know, they, we were just doing an inspection, as they said. Um, unplanned, hmm. or else you would know. And it wouldn't be yes, much of an inspection. Clearly. What so what you is your purpose inspect? in this room? What are you doing here? Oh, I am making or experimenting with certain chemicals and weaponry for our mother church. Very good. What have your um, discoveries been thus far? So far, we have successfully been able to harness some of the souls of the creatures that we found. And he holds up a knife that's glowing. He says, this cuts sharper and digs deeper than any other knife that we know of, thanks to these souls. Hmm. How did you manage to achieve this? Through a lot of work, we have developed some of the technology off of what Mother Caldona had done. We all know of her capabilities to harness the souls of those unworthy and make them worthy, and we have used her notes to build off this. And has Mother Caldona been by recently? No, not for a long time. That's a shame. Who is in charge of this station? That would be PHI-789. Are there any flesh and bloods here? No, of course not. After the war, this land was too toxic with magical energy. The organics do not do well. So how do you get the souls if the organics don't survive here? 
I did not say they don't survive. I said they do not do well. Ah. Many of those who have stayed in the area, whose souls we can harvest, have become deformed. What do you use to harness them? Is it a device? Yes, of course. We have the device down in the chamber. Would I be able to see the the blade you're holding, friend? Yes, of course. Take a look. Be very careful with that. You don't want to cut yourself. Yes, as you said, it's impeccable craftsmanship. It's very sharp. Incredibly sharp, yes. Yeah, and they're just going to inspect it. Okay. Um, yeah, just looking at it. It's perfectly balanced. It's it does have kind of like a almost like a radiating energy off of it that makes you feel just empowered. Yes, it is a very good blade. You you have done well. Thank looking you. around the room itself, can I kind of with my artificer's eyes spot what else is kind of happening in this room? So, um, like you said, it does seem that this is more focused on, this room is focused on using whatever magic they have to imbue it into, you know, specific items. You do see a lot of weaponry lying around, some armor, um, you know, a teacup or two, some just more mundane things as well. But it's clear from what you're seeing here, this has to do with the soul bonding they're talking about. Why do you know why you're using specifically the souls of mortals and not just um, like general arcane energy? It is stronger. It is more efficient. How many souls did it take to imbue this dagger? Sixteen. It seems like at some point you will run out of souls. How many weapons do you plan to make? Enough that the Grand Abbot is happy, that the Emperor is happy. Once we are able to break through the force that is keeping us out of Thaomer, we will have even more souls, and the Emperor will have his victory. Is that why there are lights bouncing across the Pleiades, trying to break through the force? Are you testing me? And he looks at uh, you, Lin. Yes. Like reaching out to a friend, pleading, like, what? And kind of confused, like, what is this? Is this a test? Yes, we're inspecting your knowledge of the facilities and the operation so that we can make sure that everybody is operating correctly and accomplishing Mm. the mission from Mother Mother Caldona. I understand. So, yes, this is, that is correct. That, are you using the souls for that? I am not in that research department. I do not know. Is that research department here, too? No, that research department is in the mountains. Are there more of you in the mountains, or are they mortals? There are both. It is less toxic for the organics there. As uh, we organics have not been able to come in and inspect the facility in quite some time, how many many units are still operational here at this facility? There are ten of us. Excellent. That is more than we were expecting. You have done well. I... Why would you expect less? There was a That's great how war. how many were assigned here? Yes, mm-hmm. you were assigned here, and there was a war, and things did not go well for the organics here, and you have persisted. Yeah, I, I, yes. I feel like I'm being tested in a way I don't understand once again. That's okay, my friend. Well, if everything is in order, I do have more research to get back to. And, and, and can I have the knife back, please? Of course. And they're going to hand the knife back. We will continue our inspection now. I would like to sleight of hand a teacup. Give <laughs> mm. me a roll. 24. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you have that no problem. <laughs> Stupid unimportant thing, not 20. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we'll cut over to the Chaos Quartet. You're standing there facing the slod. And 
One of them reaches out and grabs Ferb by the neck, one of the sailors on the ship, and with its claws, pinches out his throat. Blood sprays across Lorenzo, and we will roll initiative next episode. Thanks for listening to Beholder's Eye, Season 2, Episode 16, Swirls, Twirls, and Toxic Magic. We hope you all enjoyed the show as much as we enjoyed recording it. It was a thrill to have our first puzzle in two years. Um, you know, thrill may be a strong word, but it was enjoyable. Now, if you enjoyed the show, please remember to give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. It, it helps us out greatly. And if you'd like to support the show, please do so by signing up at patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. Make sure to check out our website, BeholdersEyeCast.com, and follow us on Twitter at Beholders iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays Dulod, APU, and Usk at DuffDuffTheThird. Ben, who plays Drathan and Garen at Miro4D2. Kim, who plays Zalara and Rosie at MetsGirl. And Sam, who plays Siobhan and Lynn at SamSlot007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing by Sam Canary. Music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd. Music from filmmusic.io. Entertainment by Alexander Nakarada. SerpentSoundStudios.com. Division, Sky Culling, The Other Side of the Door, Mist on the Moor, March of the Spoons, Earth Prelude, Air Prelude, Curse of the Scarab, and our story begins all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons, Attribution 4.0 licenses, creativecommons.org, forward slash licenses, forward slash five, forward slash 4.0. Sound effects by zapsblatt.com. Please check the show notes for further details.